Welcome, welcome to the first episode of the Purpose Driven Method. I'm Mikkel Adams and I'm your host. I'm really excited about this episode today. I thought um, since I'm bringing you this episode on February 14th, 2020, um, this is Valentine's Day, a day not necessarily just for lovers, but how about for some self-love? So today, um, I want to talk about boundaries because boundaries are a critical component to the act and action of self-love. It's just one component to self-love, but it is a very good place to start. Um, For me personally, it has taken me 45 years to get to the place that I am at in my journey of self-love. I certainly have not um, perfected it by any means, um, but I would definitely say that I'm in the mastery of it. Um, This journey to mastering self-love is a lot like like a facial cleaning regimen, if you will. If you think about when you decide to start um, clearing your skin and you add a new facial cleansing regimen, you know, to your nightly or your daily routine, um, you have to be consistent about the steps that you're doing um, in clearing your skin, right? Whatever it is that you're using. And, um, you're, you have to be relentless, you know, in that consistency and in your pursuit to have this, you know, clean skin, right? And as you're in that process, um, of, of clearing your skin, you are pulling all these impurities that were way beneath and deep in the skin, way beneath the surface level. And as you're cleansing, all these impurities come to the surface of your skin. And it's uncomfortable, it's unattractive, um, it's, uh, it's out there for everybody to see it, right? So, um, I just kind of look at my, my journey to self-love in, in that manner. Um, as I, I do the work, as I dig deeper, I start pulling all these impurities, right? I, I don't even have to pull them. It happens. It is a part of nature, right? It's the natural process of it. And everything that's not you comes to surface and it's not always attractive. It's not always comfortable, um, but it's certainly necessary in your mastery of self-love. Really goes for um, any kind of development that you're looking to do, especially on yourself. Um, all those impurities and, and, and all those shadows and things that, that come to surface is what is not natural to you. So um, it's just kind of, kind of like you have to go through the mire in order to get to the smooth ground, right? 
So today, what we're going to be talking about with boundaries and self-love is um, we're going to talk about why we have them, if they're necessary. Um, are we respecting boundaries when other people set them? That's a really important thing. As we start doing all this work on ourselves. we tend to um, forget about looking at our own behavior toward others. Um, so that's a really important aspect. Um, I want to talk about how we set boundaries and the actual act and action of doing this and how to know kind of where to draw that line in the sand. Um, one of the scariest things to doing this is, um, you know, the stretch that is required of you in order to create boundaries um, and love on yourself. So I just want to throw a little disclaimer out there. Um, I'm not going to do any editing on this. So um, I'm just going to be frank with you guys and, and talk to you uh, like I would my best friend. And uh, that's without a filter. So if you have some sensitive ears or um, you're in a public setting, just so you know, um, there might be some language on here. So anyways, now that we have that out of the way, um, I wanted to talk about boundaries because I think it's one of the beginning steps in a journey of, you know, trying to master uh, self-love. And the reason being is um, we go through life and a lot of times uh, it's pretty normal, actually, um, that we wind up taking care of the people around us before we take care of ourselves. It's human nature. It's a, it's a compassionate and empathetic uh, behavior. Um, a majority of us are operating from that aspect. Believe it or not, as much muck as there is out there in the world and as shitty as society uh, can be, um, I still think that the good people are a majority of the cake. And, um, but it is natural for us to take care of other people first. Um, and what winds up happening when we're always putting other people first, it's just the same thing like the airplane when it's going down, you have to put that oxygen mask on yourself first um, in order to save your child that's sitting next to you. Um, because without oxygen yourself, you're no good to anyone else. And um, one of the first signs um, you see when you're not loving yourself enough to set boundaries for others is um, you become, uh, there's a, an incongruency in you. You become angry or depressed or distressed, um, overwhelmed, um, but you, you, you're basically depleting yourself. So it's really important to set boundaries. In my journey, the more that I began to step into the bravery, because that's really what 
setting boundaries for others requires, especially when it's people that you love and respect and, and empathize with and want to, um, you're compassionate toward them. You want to care for them. You want to love them. You, uh, it's an aid for you to, to give to them. Um, it requires your bravery and courage to actually stand up for what you need. Clear lines is what helps facilitate those boundaries that ultimately give you the best kind of freedom that you could ever get. Um, my own journey, I had to step out and, and step into this brave action of setting boundaries for others. And it was a lot like a muscle that I had not exercised either ever, <laughs> like a flabby muscle um, or, or just um, one that I hadn't used in a really long time. And it's kind of funny, you know, we may practice uh, bravery in other aspects of our lives. Sometimes it's easier to stand up for others than it is to stand up for ourselves. Um, and, uh, I know that for me, it's, it's always been easier to stand up for others and, and speak for other people that we feel like don't have a voice, um, or that we, uh, witness injustices that are, are done to them, but it's a lot harder for us to stand up for the, um, injustices that are done to, to us. Um, and you have to understand that if you're in a relationship or a job or whatever it is, whatever the type of relationship it is with, with others, right? Because the boundaries are not for yourself. The boundaries, uh, I mean, indirectly, yes. But ultimately, we're setting boundaries for others. Um, and we cannot expect that Everyone already knows what our boundaries are. And a majority of the time in your journey, you're going to realize that you didn't even know what your boundaries are until they're crossed. And just as you grow and evolve, your boundaries will also evolve with you. Um, and the more courageous you become, in your journey, in your self-discovery, in learning who you are and learning to fully express who you are, um, those, those, those boundaries change um, and you will find it easier, just like the muscle that you're building and exercising, um, it'll become easier to, to use that courage to set boundaries and to require others to uphold them. When you do come to the point where you state and make your claim, you clearly define where the lines are and what your boundaries are. When people don't respect that, it's really critical for you to listen to that. Pay close attention to that because it doesn't matter what kind of relationship it is if it's your boss if it's if it's your employee if it's your spouse um, 
that your neighbor, whatever, whomever, when you clearly state what your boundaries are and they don't respect that, they've let you know where their respect for you ends. It's just as clear as the line that you draw in the sand. And if they keep crossing that boundary, sometimes it takes some getting used to, especially when you're in an established relationship where you haven't set those boundaries. And people kind of get used. We're, we're like, you know, creatures of habit, right? We get used to behaving the way that others accept us to behave. Just as much as we get used to accepting behavior from others that we have always allowed. Because ultimately, we get what we tolerate. And, and once you become an adult and you can control your surroundings and, or, or what we accept from others, um, it's time to take accountability for the way that your life is, right? It's time to accept the consequences for um, the summation of your tolerance. But the great thing is, is that you can change what you accept at any given time in your life. As long as you wake up above the ground, you have time to change it. And it can be a new day. Clearly defined lines is actually going to require effective communication from you. You have to kind of think of it like a, uh, an, an invisible fence, right? Um, you, you, you state these boundaries and um, you expect people, you know, they, 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 they shook their head, right? They nodded their head. Yep. Yep. I get it. I understand. Okay. I'm going to respect that. And like I said, a lot, we're creatures of habit. So a lot of times um, it's going to take you um, reinstating it. You know, you're going to have to uh, let people know multiple times, Hey, um, Mikkel over here, and I'm setting these boundaries. Here's the line in the sand. Now I know I've let you just walk everywhere. Um, within this area and I've never drawn a line before, but hey, here's the line. And then they'll just kind of walk over it and you just got to remind them, um, especially in the beginning stages when you first set these boundaries. But you have to also give it some kind of perspective that um, at some point when someone keeps crossing the line, you either choose to have those standards for your life and remove them from your life or you accept it and accept that you really don't have any boundaries. Saying boundaries and having boundaries is uh, a very different thing. So uh, the invisible fence, you know, they, people have to be reminded of it. Um, how can we set boundaries? Um, well, like I just mentioned, it does require you to uh, eventually have to accept whether or not someone is going to respect those boundaries that you're setting. You have to keep reminding yourself the whole time because it is confronting and challenging, not just for others, the people that are in your life, especially when it's family, 
um, it's a really hard thing when you set boundaries with family because we love them and they're going to continue being in our lives, right? Especially children or um, parents or siblings. I mean, if someone's toxic, you should remove the toxicity, right? You should remove anyone that's toxic in your life. But if it just comes to setting some boundaries, like, you know, hey, I need some time. I need a little space, right? I need uh, more, I need this from you that demonstrates your respect for me and my boundaries, you know? I need an hour when I walk in the door from work before you bombard me with, you know, your day or your issues or, or needing something more from me, right? I need this, this time and this space. Um, it's going to be confronting because when we give ourselves to the people that we love, um, they, they become accustomed to receiving it from you in that way. Um, and when you kind of put your foot down and you say, I need X, Y, Z in order to be able to effectively and wholeheartedly love you the way that I want to love you and the way that I have to offer my love for you. Um, a lot of people don't like it, right? Your kids might not like it. Your spouse might not like it because they, they, they didn't have to operate within these boundaries before. So it's like, you know, um, not having any traffic laws and flying down the freeway. And then all of a sudden, you know, there's, there's cops on the road flagging people over and giving them tickets, you know, some kind of uh, consequence for going over this speed limit, right? It was a lot more fun to cruise with the top down at 75 when no one else is on the freeway. Um, but now you have to go and put limits. You have to set boundaries. That's not as much fun. I, I have to watch my behavior now, right? So you have to prepare yourself for when you do set boundaries for the people that you love, that it's going to be confronting for, for them just as much as it's confronting and challenging for you with your, your courage muscle. Um, so you can, you know, in, 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 in different relationships and jobs, um, cut the cord when people don't respect the, the boundaries that you set, um, especially if it's something toxic. Um, a good way to recognize when, even if you don't know what your boundaries are, when people are crossing your boundaries is you, like I said, you feel anger and fear and overwhelm and depression. You lose sleep, loss of appetite. Um, you become bitter. You feel drained, drained all the time. Drain, feeling drained is a, is a big indicator of either people not upholding your boundaries or you not setting boundaries and requiring others to uphold that. Um, 
you will find that when you set boundaries in your relationships, that not only is this a true act of self-love and respect, but it's also a true act of love and respect for the person that you're in a relationship with. Because you cannot love someone wholeheartedly and fully expressed with the way that you have and with the gifts that you have to offer somebody else when you are drained, when you feel pressures and, and, and stressors, and when you start feeling anger. I mean, you can't love them in that way. I can't perform uh, for, for a job. I can't perform for a client if I feel like my boundaries, like they're constantly crossing my boundaries. And if I haven't effectively communicated what those boundaries are, then they have no idea the amount of damage that they're doing to me. And then the relationship is unproductive, ineffective, uh, and it's not positive and not a positive relationship. Um, I can't give them what they need and they can't give me what they need or, or, or from me either, right? They can't receive what they need from me. So um, is, uh, it's really important to look at your current relationships. Like I, I like to call this a self-audit. I apply the self-audit in business. I apply the self-audit in my relationships. I apply the self-audit in, in you know, my family and my operational life and uh, my own self-development, uh, um, my, my spirituality and every aspect of my life. I apply this self-audit. Um, you know, in certain programs, they may call this um, process. It may look similar to what I do, but uh, like a, a personal inventory check or this and that. But, but anyways, you know, this the self-audit. I want you to take an audit of your current relationships that you have. <clears throat> and I want you to, to take the time to take a look at these relationships and um, really evaluate how you feel in the behavior patterns of that relationship. Um, is somebody in your life um, that you have a relationship with always dumping on you? Because if that is the case, um, there may be a clear issue of a lack of boundaries in that relationship. Uh, it's one thing, you know, you have to be able to talk to your friends um, about, you know, something that might be bothering you. I'm not saying don't go and talk to your friends or don't be there for someone or hold space for for someone that, that needs to share, you know, their, their personal dilemmas, right? Um, but there's a big difference between um, sharing and, 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 and going through the process of holding space for someone who needs to sometimes just hear themselves say something out loud as, and you're a sounding board for them. So they're able to work out these, you know, issues, these dilemmas on their own even. But, um, so I'm definitely not saying don't hold space for others because that is a critical component in any relationship that you have. Um, whether it's a client, um, whether it's a spouse, um, whether it's, you know, just a, a, a 
a friend, right? Um, holding space for them in whatever feeling that they're having is also um, an important key to a healthy relationship. So there's a big difference between that and someone that comes into your life and always is dumping on you. You know, um, I've had a friend like that before uh, and, and they would always feel so much better after they dumped all their shit you know, in my lap, you know, like they literally purge all this uh, toxicity into my lap, you know, even if it's a phone conversation or always complaining about their, their ex or, or their current spouse or whatever, their job, whatever. Um, And then they feel so much better after they dump all that weight onto you and then they leave. Like there's no uh, reciprocation, right? There's no, um, that's like the gist of your relationship. You'll find in, in most cases where someone's coming, you know, that's in your life, that's coming to you and always dumping on you. That's probably the the foundation or the the basis of the behavior patterns within your relationship with them um, because they're using you as a way to make themselves feel better um, versus having an actual relationship with you. And um, what winds up happening was when they dump all their shit on you, you're, you wind up carrying around all their weight um, and you're actually getting drained by that relationship with that person. So unless you set boundaries and then they, you know, uphold them, they respect them and that kind of behavior comes to a halt. um, It's going to be, it's a just, it's a dysfunctional relationship and it's going to keep draining from you. So um, those hyper relationships are toxic and it's really important for you to exercise that courage muscle and, and set some boundaries. Um, where do you draw the line when you are in the beginning stages of setting new boundaries? Um, a lot of us already know what our boundaries are because you could probably take, you know, that, that, that personal inventory, do that self audit and see what relationships Um, cause you some kind of incongruent feeling, which is just means anything that's uncomfortable um, or that isn't aligned with what, how you believe that life should be, right? How you believe the relationship should be, what you believe in. That's a lot. uh, That's a big difference from somebody who is always challenging you, right? Because Facing challenges um, in growth and, and things like that are, are, they require you to stretch. Those are uncomfortable uh, situations, but those are a good kind of uncomfortable. The type of incongruency that I'm talking about is the kind that um, you look at the relationship and you, you're like, you're, you're dreading, you dread the phone call from that person. You don't even want to answer their call. 
You know, you don't want to go and have lunch with that girlfriend because you know she's just going to bitch about her boyfriend the whole time, but not do anything about it. And then, and then you you know you 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 don't fill your cup up. You just you're left with this cup full of their bullshit, right? So um, there's the moments of discomfort, um, which is a clear sign, um, within reason right? Like I said, you know, there are those that challenge us to stretch out of our comfort zone. Um, but it's, it's, it's the type of relationship or experience where when you're, when it's over, you feel robbed, you feel empty, you feel like you sometimes even that you've been victimized, right? When people cross our boundaries, whatever those boundaries are, it's not always a conversational boundary or um, one that revolves around, you know, the way that people speak to you, what they're communicating to you. It could be, you know, just any kind of boundary, right? Um, Sexual boundaries, um, you know, time boundaries, uh, just actual respect, right? but a lot of that, about 85% of that victimization, you're responsible for. It's, it's being caused by you when you don't stop it. We get what we tolerate, right? So that abusive relationship um, fucking takes some accountability for where you're at. If you stay in it, if you set boundaries and people don't uphold them, and they cross the line, um, and you stay, you have to take accountability for that. So if you want something different, fucking change it. Um, Don't expect people to just know. I mean, there's a lot of wrongdoing and wrong behaviors and and there's a lot of messed up people out there that know exactly what they're doing but in your relationships or at your job um people will push the boundaries as much as they can just like you will right you're gonna push the boundaries or you're gonna look at it like I have a purse, right? And every time I get a bigger purse, I love big purses, by the way. Every time I get a bigger purse, because I want it to not be so crowded, you know, I fill that big purse up. So every time I get these new boundaries, um, I it's natural to operate fully within them. So the same should be um, expected of the boundaries that you set for others. People are going to operate within those boundaries, which is fine, as long as they're operating within those boundaries. It shouldn't be a constant confrontation, but you, we certainly can't expect people to know what our boundaries are. So you're, you're going to be continuously communicating what those boundaries are. Um, I think that the sooner you set boundaries for others, the easier uh, it is to live a more fully expressed life authentically, wholeheartedly as who you are, Um, the easier it is to feel 
real freedom is when we set boundaries for others. This is such a critical aspect of self-love that no matter where you are at on your journey to mastering self-love, um, to do an inventory and, and really look at where your boundaries are now and if they're serving you, sometimes those old boundaries aren't serving you anymore. You need new boundaries because just as you evolve, so do those boundaries, right? And so do your relationships with others. Um, I think that you'll find uh, a lot more happiness. So, um, well, thank you for joining me today. I think that about wraps up our episode on boundaries today. Um, if you like what you hear, if you want to support, support me, support this podcast, um, click subscribe and keep your ears and eyes open for the next episode. Um, remember, wherever you're at, it can always be different. Onward and upward. Talk soon. Thank you.